This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Man in a Room. Hello, and thank you for joining me on this episode of Man in a Room. How's it going? I don't have to really complain about today. Well, I have actually. I've got a few things I want to complain about, and I'm sorry if that's not what you're here for, but you know what? Stick with it. It might be all right. Um, so I've been watching a lot of YouTube recently, and I just find YouTube a very strange place. Very, very strange place. It's like, okay, so people can create what they want on here, and they can share it, and we're supposed to just eat it with a spoon and be like, okay, that's cool. Um so what I'm talking about, I, I go through these phases of just basically just trying to improve myself. There's nothing wrong with improving yourself. And what I do is I try and go by these self-help YouTube things where they basically try and give tips on how they have found happiness or they've found, you know, what you know, just in general, a better way of living. Because this is fascinating to get a different point of view from people. And, um, you know, it's always very intriguing to see what experiences people have. And there's many different ones out there that I've watched over the years. I mean, the least obnoxious one I found on there is a guy called Matt Diavella. He's great. I like Matt Diavella, a uh, podcaster, minimalist, and all that kind of stuff. And he's just a general... He's just, honestly, it's just a genuinely nice guy. Like, genuinely, like, top guy. And those arms, though, seriously. Um, anyway, um, but what i found that the sort of smaller ones who want to do YouTube as a living. Well, okay, I want to be a self-help guru. I want to be a guru, and I want to make sure that people follow what I'm saying, even though I don't follow it myself. That's all about Matt Diavella, you see, is because he basically is... You know, he's He tries it, and he, he sometimes fails. He's like, yeah, I failed. I tried to have a perfect morning routine, but do you know what? Didn't really work for me. So, you know, it's not that bad. You're allowed to fail on certain things. But some people, they're like, right, this is exactly how I how I wake up. But they have this thing, which I've noticed, is like a wide-eyed enthusiasm. It's hard to explain unless you actually watch them. But they basically sit there, their eyes as wide as physically possible, and they like yabber on and go like, okay, so what I do, I get up at six every morning because I want to make sure that I'm making the best of the day. I get up, I make myself a coffee, you know, that's that's fine. Make yourself a coffee first thing in the morning. Because like, I make it with this this thing here, this special kettle. I've got this special type of coffee. I've got all this stuff, special stuff to do what I'm trying to do. It's like, okay, fine. You enjoy coffee. Nothing wrong with that. I, you know, I enjoy tea. And, uh, you know, I, I just find that it, it, you know, that sort of thing is lost when you go over the top with it. And um, so it's like, I make myself a coffee. I then meditate for 20 minutes. I'll then uh, write a journal uh, just to try and get everything sorted out in my life and just so I can put everything into perspective. Um, and, you know, I, I used to do that as well. I say what I used to do is I used to wake up in the morning. I used to get a beverage, usually a cup of tea. And I was like, right, I'm write my journal now. So I just start writing my journal. And I was like, right, brain dumped. I've dumped everything from my brain, all the thoughts and stuff I've had. Empty, clear, nothing to think about now for the rest of the day. And it's like, okay, then I'm going to meditate. So it's like a soft reset. Let's have a soft reset. And then it's like, you know, that that's good. And then I'd be like, that set me up for the day. And I never did that, obviously, because uh, writing a journal is a bit for, a bit for pain. And uh, all meditation is actually pretty simple, as I've said before. But, uh, you know, the idea that, you know, 
you have to follow these rules and you look up to these people and you think to yourself well it's working for them because look at them they're a successful youtuber are they though are they um they may have all the the viewers and all that kind of stuff but are they really as happy as they make out no probably not they're just putting on the facade and it's very weird when you see these uh, people out there and they do actually say you know that the honest ones say actually do you know what it's actually not that easy and um it's it's just very interesting because people are different everyone's different and so saying that i swear right did you hear that that's a police car i'm recording this late at night because i thought that's okay i won't have much cars going around today i was this police car anyway it's just that's about last week's episode anyway um so yeah it's just very interesting the way um these people they there's a famous phrase on like youtubers and this kind of stuff fake it until you make it so you act like you're the, the mr billy big shot uh or belinda big shot until uh you are recognized for it you have to have all the high production value you have to go out and buy all this special equipment you have to go out and do this you have to go out and do that you have to try and live your life like this you have to try and you know what it's not don't do that it ain't worth it you know what you need to do is basically use what you've got to create and create because you enjoy and do things because you enjoy them, not because you think it seems to be the right thing to do. And that's what sort of bugs me about people because there's a TV show in the UK called You've Been Framed. And it's one of those shows, oh, that's stupid, isn't it? You've Been Framed. Ugh. And people are very surprised when I say that You've Been Framed is one of my favourite TV shows. Like, I love You've Been Framed. It's just amazing. What do you like that for? I like it because it's comedy at its simplest. We're seeing people fall over and making fools of themselves. Oh, look, someone's carrying a cake into a birthday party. What's going to happen? Oh, look, they've fallen over, over the dog. And the dog has then sort of licked up the, 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 the cake that has fallen on uh, grandmother's lap. And it's funny. And, you know, it's just simple, simplistic humour. And it's like, yeah, just turn your brain off. Turn off your brain. Uh, sorry, turn off your mind. Relax and watch you've been framed. That's what John Lennon used to sing. I think he did anyway. Um, but yeah, so what, what I find very strange though is that there's um, this guy on YouTube. I have mentioned him a couple of like, episodes ago and I, you know, I haven't got enough. Have I Have I got a, a thing against him? I don't know. I think I might actually have. The, I think the idea of him, I just don't agree with. It's, uh, I don't have to say, it, it's Mr. Beast, right? So I, I did razz on him a little bit a couple of weeks back, like I say. But, right, the thing is, is I've watched a couple of more of his videos. It's like, oh, okay. So, oh, he's going to shout. He always shouts. I'm going to give uh, $10,000 to whoever can do this. It's basically his friends. And it's like, oh, I'll give you $10,000 to do this. That was it. I was watching them trying to eat a pizza. So there's this, this competitive eater, right? This is it's a competitive eater where he was going to eat the world's largest slice of pizza. But Mr. Beast was going to go against him. And obviously Mr. Beast can't do it on his own because he's not a competitive eater. And so he had friends helping him. Like he had like two friends helping him. It's like, okay. And so this guy's basically like taking it seriously and all that kind of stuff. He wants to eat. He wants to eat the world. He wants the world record for the world's largest slice of pizza, you know. Because that's what he wants to do with his life. Nothing against him, like I say. And there's this bit in this video which really is like, oh my goodness, that is literally so repulsive. 
So one of the friends walks up to the guy's like, we'll give you $10,000 if you if you pause for five minutes to get let us catch up. It's like, you're just throwing money around. Like, yeah, I'll give you $10,000. Do you know what? No, that is, I don't agree with that. You know, so I understand that he is a philanthropist. Philanthropist. Um, that was, well, just to clarify, that, that was on purpose, that. Just to, uh, yeah, I'm not, I can say philanthropist, um, kind of. Um, but, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just the way he throws money around. Maybe rather than offering this guy $10,000, maybe just, you know, don't do that, you know. Don't, just give that money to a charity, you know. If you want to, you know, be good about, you know, just helping people, you know, maybe just do that. But it's what sort of bugs me about that kind of thing is that this isn't very funny actually. I don't. I'm not being funny at the minute. I'm just moaning about Mr. Beast now. But um, the takeaway is is that um, yeah, just the, the the whole attitude is like, I'll give you money to do this. I'll give you money to do that. It's like that's no way of entertaining people. That's no way of influencing uh, decisions by youngsters today who want to go into YouTube to become the next Mr. Beast or to become the next wide-eyed enthusiastic yeah okay guys what you need to do today is you need to drink 17 buckets of water a day and sleep for approximately 30 minutes 30 minute intervals every 30 minutes for the next 12 hours you must sleep half an hour on half an hour off so you better all that you know i mean all that kind of stuff no it doesn't quite work does it anyway do you know what we've got off such topic here it's just ridiculous let me just have a quick sip of tea because you know what that means i've got a cup of tea to my lips it's time for taro and tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ooh. Uh, so basically, today's tea is Twinings. Twinings. Mango and strawberry. Mm, mm, mm. Let's have a little taste of it. Guess what it tastes like, folks. Let's have a little try. Tastes like strawberries. And mangoes. Who would have thought? It's very nice, actually. I do like the the fruitier flavours. I mean, you can get like mint and all that kind of stuff, but I do like a good fruity tea. Like, I really do. So I need to get some blueberry at some point. In fact, I was actually looking up um, different tea subscription services because you can actually get like selection boxes and stuff like that sent you. Oh, that might be quite interesting. I might do that depending on how the podcast goes. If I can afford the 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 10 pounds a month it is but apparently you get 30 cups of tea so hang on so if it's 30 cups of tea let me just get my calculator here and yes i'm going to use a calculator for this you probably already worked it out because some people are smarter than me but by the time you've actually you've probably worked it out now already i can't even use my phone i'm so stupid 30 no hang on it's, it's 10 divided by 30 so it's 33p a cup that's all right it's not too bad anyway so um, <laughs> I was calculating that. So I'm now going to shuffle the old uh, the tarot cards, and we're going to just see. So uh, the premise is very simple. I'm going to draw three cards, and then I'm going to do a reading to see if I can work out what's going to happen for somebody. A lucky listener is going to find out uh, what is going on in their life. So basically, the decision is is that I'm going to draw the first card, and if this sounds like your week that you've just had, it's about you. So here we go. We have got the lovers. Ooh, I see genitalia on this card. Um, wasn't quite expecting that. Um, then we've got 
the Seven of Wands. Ooh. It's exciting stuff. And the last card we have the Page of Pentacles or Pentacles. Um, so if you're weak involved, um, basically standing naked in front of a hill below what appears to be some sort of mystical being. I'm going to say uh, a, a, a fire head. Um, I don't know. What would I say that is? I say it's not. A, I say some sort of god or angel. Let's say a fire angel. A fire angel who's been farting quite a bit. Um, it's obviously Adam and Eve there. That's you know, but um, they keep their gardens uh, well kempt. Put it that way. Uh, there are literally no pubes for some reason. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a burning. Is that what's that? I see. There's some fruit next to the lady. And there's some sort of like like an oak tree or a sycamore tree or something like that. Um, so basically what this can mean is obviously Adam and Eve, uh, famously the first two people. So maybe it's like a new love or something like that. Like maybe it's your first love, potentially, I don't know. Um, and, you know, you're, you're standing there um, all, all naked and in front of a hill. And, uh, you know... So I would say someone who's in a, a new relationship or their first relationship, um, you know, in the last week, if that's happened for you, like if you're just, you know, in a new relationship or a nude relationship, you know, because they are completely naked, um, this could be you. We don't know. And the number six there. So it could be your sixth new lover of the week. Who knows? We just don't. Um, and then we've got here, if you're at the minute, we've got, this doesn't really work, does it? We've got the past, present, and the future, so the present. Um, so this is just a little insight into how things are. Um, so basically there's a guy here, and he's got like a massive stick, and it's a wand, obviously. Um, I believe it's the wands, because that's the wand from last week, I think. And it's basically he's fending off uh, six wands. Uh, oh, look at that, see? It's all coming together. So it's the seven of wands and he's attacking six other ones. So if that is your sixth lover or whatever, uh, the seventh is basically like, come on, I can beat the other six with the ones. So maybe it's like Harry Potter. I don't know. Um, your wand is bigger than the other ones. So don't worry. You know, you've got a good size wand on you. Um, that's, that's a penis joke in case you're wondering. And they'll beat the other the other ones so don't worry um and then <laughs> i don't know i'm going with that i really don't and then here we've got the page of pentacles uh which is basically what appears to be a giant or very bad usage of perspective uh, a giant man uh with a pentacle um and uh, he's basically holding it aloft so don't know if you know what a pentacle is pentacle i don't know how to pronounce that um, it's basically the uh, penta pentagram, uh, I think, uh, and he's basically like, oh, this is the future. So there's a, a star there, like, oh, isn't it good? A giant holding aloft a star, like, yeah, this is going to be good. So things are going to turn out all right, you know. Things are going to go massively well and giant, or you're going to visit a model village and get a bit above yourself when you found a, a star. Be like, oh, look at me. Maybe the idea is that. Uh, you're the seventh person's lover. Um, sorry, the, the person's seventh lover and you're going to go visit a model village. There we go. That's the most accurate 
Tarot I've done on Tarot and Tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Um, maybe, I don't know. That is that's a strange one. But, you know, I think these are helpful for people. Uh, let me know uh, via email if that is accurate to you. And you, I look forward to hearing from everybody. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm going to have a quick break and I'll finish this lovely cup of tea and I'll get back to you after this short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. Okay, so I have been ragging on the old self-help people. Nothing against those people. I mean, I've got a lot of good information from those people. And, you know, I think it'd be a disservice to those if I didn't give my own piece of advice uh, to you. And is it the strange one? And I've given this advice to a few people. Like, Do you know what? That's actually quite true. So I'm going to give you a piece of advice that I find helps me keep positive in life. And so basically, it's it's very, very simple. So the backstory goes, as most of these stories go, I was doing my daily meditation and the window was open and I was sitting there cross-legged on the floor on a cushion doing my breathing, going, like I just do my, my meditation, like I do every day, my meditation, right? And the meditation bell went and I was like, okay, so I opened my eyes after 10 minutes and something was floating in front of my face. I was like, wow, what are the odds of me sitting here in this spot in the universe and something to be floating in front of my face? I was like, what? How crazy is this? What it was, was a wish. Now, I don't know if you know what wishes are, but basically this time of the year, um, when flowers are basically trying to spread their seeds or whatever, these little seeds uh, are on these little fluffy ball things. And there's an old wives' tale that if you manage to grab one of those things out of the air, make a wish and blow it, your wish will come true. And uh, for that to be literally floating in front of my face, uh, literally 10 minutes, I mean, minute before then, minute after then, or 30 seconds, 10 seconds, it wouldn't have been there. So for me and this wish to be like that, now, what you have to bear in mind is I don't believe in wishes. It's very important. I don't believe in the, the entire idea of that. But at the same time, I understand there is a uh, a good positive affirmation type thing that you can do with that. And it's by making a wish. And so by willing something to happen, it's nice if it happens, you see. It's like, oh, isn't that magical? Now, the thing is, people tend to wish for stupid things when they, you know, do that. They Well, they blow out candles or when they crack a wishbone, which I don't agree with whatsoever because I don't understand why people want to uh, snap the bones of a chicken just to try and you know, get a new car or something like that. I don't care how many wishbones you go out and snap. It's just too many, really. One's too many. But what I tend to do is I like to wish for something very small. So, you know, that way, if it comes to us, oh, that's a nice bonus, isn't it? Oh, that's nice. I wished for this early and it came true. Ting. You know, it's quite nice. But the, re- the my piece of advice isn't that. Obviously, my piece of advice is don't wish for something massive because that's just silly. It's not going to happen, you know. But it's also good to have a wish ready, you see, have a think now, right, about what you would wish for. Something small. My wishes include the following, uh, that I have a nice day, um, that I'll have a nice 
just have a nice to eat later on, either for tea or whatever, or a nice snack or a dessert, you know, just hope for that, you know. And just that that's it, you see, it's just like, oh, I, I wish I had something nice for nice a nice meal later. And then when I get home and I have a nice meal, it's like, ah, oh, my wish came true. And it's silly, I know, but it's just a nice little moment, like, oh, you know, playing along with the whole charade of wishes. Same can be said for wishing wells. I mean, you don't often come across wishing wells. You don't visit a place just to, you know, have a wish and a wishing well. You don't visit wishing wells specifically. But these places exist. You throw some money into a well and you make a wish. You wish that your money is not stolen by some nefarious crook who's going to use it to buy drugs uh, by walking into the well and scooping up with their hand. And, you know, basically some people actually I've seen, they use those uh, gold, like when they like a pres- uh, prospecting for gold. Is it prospecting? Pres- I don't know what it is. That word where they are uh, trying to you know, get the gold from the from them, the hills, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's pers- pers- prospecting. I don't I can't even speak anymore. Do you know what? It's late at night, like I said, and I'm tired. Um, but trying to get the audio quite a bit better no cars driving past me today apart from that one siren earlier but anyway i'm waffling on and uh talking about waffling on um i've got a slight announcement to make and this is the first announcement i'm going to make on this podcast for people who listen to this now what i mean by that is that i'm launching a second podcast Ooh, but this podcast is going to be exclusive on my website so very simple is that I'm going to record a second podcast that's going to be updated whenever. I might mention it on here occasionally, uh, every time there's a new episode, because it won't be happening very often. But there's a certain topic that I like to talk about that I know people don't like listening to. And if you want to listen to it, you can listen to it on the website, you see. There's going to be an RSS feed. You go to maninaroom.co.uk slash dreams, and there's going to be a podcast about the dreams that I have because I have a very weird collection of dreams in my brain and people don't like hearing about dreams unless they're in them. But I like to think that my dreams are quite interesting and weird. And if you like hearing about weird dreams, go to maninaroom.co.uk slash dreams and there's going to be a special podcast feed just for me talking about dreams. Fun, huh? Now, I don't believe in the, the school of well, dreams actually mean something. If you dream the colour red, it means this. If you dream about a ladder, it means that. No. Those connections can only be made by yourself. So you can read those into your dreams yourself uh, because you can't say, oh, this means that because it's everyone's different. I mentioned this before. Everyone's different. And so it's just nice to have a little thing. In fact, I um I am sort of training to, or practising, trying to be- become a lucid dreamer, you see. And what they recommend is that you write down your dreams in a dream journal. And the more you do that, the more you remember your dreams. And that's what I started doing. And so I'm going to make a podcast about it so I can actually start recording them. And, you know, I think people might find them quite funny. Um, Basically, the one I I talk about is that I had something wrong with my thumb. And when I squeezed it, this this thing came out of my thumb. uh, This really massive thing. And I don't want to ruin it for you. uh, But it's it's a very interesting one. Um, I, I liked it anyway but people don't like hearing about dreams but I don't like hearing about drunk people because as I've mentioned before I'm a teetotal person I, I I've never really been a big drinker not really not to the point of excess not to the like where I'm intoxicated where I'm literally like delirious and like you know Larry 
never like that. But what I find is that people like to talk about their antics when they get drunk. It's like, well, unless I was there, I don't really care. Like, wasn't it funny? I was absolutely off my face and I don't remember much. And I nearly, nearly peed myself because I was so drunk. That's not good, is it? That's not a way. You want to boast about the time when you lost control of your self-control. Do you know what I mean? You were unable to function as a human being. You just walked around like an idiot, uh, shouting and that kind of stuff. I don't understand why people like to share that. Why well, they like to think people like to hear about that kind of stuff? Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear about it um, as a teetotaler. Um, but oh yeah, I just say about the time when I ended up in in Glasgow. I got, I got so drunk. I got on a National Express coach. Spent the next eleven hours traveling up to Glasgow. Oh my god, it was it was terrible because um, I left my shoes in. I oh know. So in in I, don't, I literally don't know. I literally don't know where I'm going with that. But you know, that's that sort of story. Oh yeah, we we had to hitchhike back, and ooh, no, it's not. It's not interesting. It's not interesting. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. I don't find. Well, I don't even find drunk people that entertaining. Let alone hear about people who have been drunk in the past. Because I really hate going out in the evenings because there might be drunk people. Because drunk people are only entertaining to drunk people. If you're a just sober person. And there's drunk people. It's, like, it's just it's just terrible. Um, because it's like, oh, what there, mate? Oh, what there? Oh, I'm so drunk. Could you give me a piggyback, please, to the next place? No, I can't. Oh, why not, you you, you unhappy sod? Bugger off, okay? I just want to go to the news agents to get myself a magazine. So leave me alone. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things, really, that... Honestly, this is, this is going to sound incredibly sexist. But drunk women... Oh, no, don't like that at all. Um, and, uh, yeah, especially hen parties. Jesus Christ. Um, a guy... Well, I think stag do's as, as bad, but I think stag parties tend to end up more violent and, you know, but hen parties as well, blimey. Because it usually involves people who don't drink that often and they go really too far um very quickly because i think oh this is a, a generalization about women and i apologize i shouldn't be doing that but i think on the scale they don't drink as much as men and uh but when they do let their hair down um they really go for it and they scare me um yeah so anyway um that's that little it's a bit of a weird episode i do apologize about that but it is what it is uh just deal with it yeah so anyway um i'll catch everyone again soon and um, that's it pretty much. So I'll catch everyone again soon. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.